You are tuning into an EVO Podcast. What's up, EVO Podcast? It's your boy AC Slater here. And this is something I haven't done in a while. This is a show review. And what we are talking about is a show that I have been loving since the first time I've seen it, which was like two years ago. Like a year or two ago. I think it's like taking them at least like two years or something to make it another season for some reason. But it's called Altered Carbon. That is Altered Carbon, okay? Now, why did I want to do this episode? I mean, why did I want to do this show review? Well, a couple reasons. Let me name them out for you. Not only does this show embody what and what is, in my opinion, what humans want to do, which is, well, I'm going to explain that in a minute, but um, this show also is very futuristic and sci-fi as well. And besides that, it gives you some type of, it gives you a world that Star Wars, I mean, Star Wars did, you know, when they first came out and we was learning about these new worlds and planets and customs and stuff. And we just like, bro, we don't got none of that, you know, and not even just that. We were just like, this is great. So, for example, Altered Carbon is that. So, a lot of you, a lot of you may be asking, what the hell is Altered Carbon, bro? What are you talking about? All right, check this out. By the way, this is a quick uh, science, science thing right here, real quick. Um... Carbon, we are made of carbon, okay? So, human bodies are made of carbon, all right? So, the show's title is called Altered Carbon, okay? What that means is it is changed carbon. If we're made of carbon, it is changing carbon. So, that's what the show is about. Now, you're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. But what does that mean? All right, let me go ahead and give you a synopsis and everything. Now, what I might, or I'm going to attempt to do is... Give you a whole season one recap from two years ago, per se. As well, as well as give you um, some type of semblance of this season two. Now, currently, I am only on episode five of eight, okay? Episode five of eight, when I first started this review. But that's generally because I wanted to make sure that I get season one done first. Now, as I'm going through this... Do I want to go ahead and just make season one, make this a season one episode and then drop season two? You know, why that will be good. Uh, I'm trying to see. It's kind of like one of those things on ships that says that's kind of been sailed already. You know, making a making a season one review off something that isn't even trending like that. You know what I'm saying? Then going back to like doing a second one. Yeah, I could. I definitely could. Uh but I guess that will have me, like, really thinking. Anyways, uh, while I'm talking, I guess I'll, uh, I'll go. But I'm going to be talking about season one first anyways. If I stop then, then you know this is only going to be about season one. And then I'll make a season two. But if I keep continuing what's going on with season two, then you already know this is going to be a complete altered carbon season one and two recap. And then when season two comes out, I mean season three comes out in, like, a year or two again or some shit, then you're going to see the season three then. But, hey, right now. Anyways... Kicking off after we come from our sponsored ad. All right, so kicking it off. Now, all to the carbon. Let me paint this picture for you. Y'all already know. Um, depending on what you're doing, getting your imagination. 
Um, if you're driving while you're listening to me, pay attention, but get in your imagination a little bit to the point where, you know, you can pay attention. You know, everybody else, if you're at home, like me, doing quarantine, um, if you're, uh, shit, you know, I don't see well, traveling, like I said, like, you know, pay attention, but hey, you know, if you can, you can spare some thought to just use your imagination to the fullest, use that, all right? Now, season one, Alter Carbon. So, season one opens with them explaining what the hell's going on. There is a prisoner, well, not even a prisoner, there is a, a rebel named, um, and I want to say this right. I think her name was Gilcrest Falconer. You know, which is crazy because my fucking name kind of Gilcrest. But whatever. Um, so she is a scientist who invented a way to extend our lives. All right. This is called stacks. Okay. What happens is a person when they die, they already have. I'm I'm not sure how exactly how it begins because they didn't really uh, explain. If a person is born and then they implant them with a stack right then and there or when they die, then they get one. I don't really know. I think it's probably you might be born and then you get a stack. Some kind of creepy shit, but whatever. Now, this records all your information. So, what that means is you can't lie on stand no more. (laughs) Folk can't lie on stand no more. When they say you did something, they're going to pull up your stack and see if you did it. But, like I said, like what what happens is... um, like I said, shoot, you go and you live your life and stuff, and when something tragic happens to you, hopefully, if your stack, just like um, a computer, you know, with, uh, with its hard drive, if your stack is undamaged, you will, you will then be able to be implanted into another body, okay? I can see agenda all over this shit. But, like I'm saying, like, this, like, it, it's genius to think about from a scientific uh, point of view because there are loved ones in our life who we will want back. You know, and if they came in another form or something like that, a lot of us would still be like, hey, man, fuck that shit. You still, you still, you know, you're my loved one. You know, so obviously from a science standpoint of view, this is great, you know. But like I said, season one opens up with them explaining about that. Now, our main character is Takashi um, Kovach, okay? Takashi Kovach, all right? He's, um, um, I want, see... I'm gonna say Asian here because I don't can't say if he's uh Japanese or not, even though I think Takashi Takashi Takeshi Takashi is a Japanese um sort of a uh, name. I'm I'm pretty sure about it. I'm an anime fan, so Takeshi Takeshi Takashi. They say it, you know, Americans we say Takashi a little differently, you know, because we got Takashi six nine and shit. And you know, we got, you know, Takeshi like eh, I don't even think they say it like that. I think they say Takashi. You know what I'm saying? Tak you know what I'm saying? So that's how they say it. But whatever. So Japanese guy, that was his original body, I'm I'm assuming. Um this dude was someone who with his um little sister survived horrors and stuff and he was taken then and used to be basically to be a military opera uh, 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 uh agent basically and he was a shit, you know, to the point where he actually got uprooted by a guy who was not pretty cool. Now, this guy trained him in a lot of ways and stuff, you know, and he was like one of the, you know, the government dogs. Except one day he met um, Gilcrest Falconer. She's played by a beautiful black woman. And that's also, like I said, she's also the person who made the stacks. She made the stacks. Okay? So, not only was she a warrior, because she kick ass. You know, um, you got to realize this, this is a digital world. So, they have constructs. Basically, digital prisons. 
where they torment your mind from and stuff. Um, she was teaching Takashi that first thing about being an envoy, which is what he is. Um, she trained a whole lot of them, by the way. Uh, first thing about being an envoy is, yo, you control the construct. You know, so a lot of times uh, we say that our mind is our biggest prison. You know, um, your mind could be like, for example, if something is really on your head to the point where everybody else is like, yo, bro, it's not that serious. But your mind is telling you, oh, my God, you won't you won't ever really get out of that. You know, like you you wouldn't ever be able to escape that because that's one thing you can't escape your mind. You can't escape your mind like your mind can if you say if you kill somebody. okay, um, say if you kill somebody and. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I was typing in something. Um, so, say if you kill somebody, and you are the type of person to have a high morality, but you killed them, okay? And your mind knows what's right and wrong, depending on your rules, of course. But your mind knows what's right and wrong because obviously we know certain people don't have that sort of same morality and everything. But, like I said, you know, um, like I said, your mind knows it's wrong. Your mind will torment the fuck out of you. That's one thing you can't escape. That's why people say, you know, you, you you know you fall around with them demons or something like that. Or, you know, or you uh you have demons or something. Because your mind is going to make it seem like, yo, bro. You get what I'm saying? So, anyways, going back to it. This stack, though. Like I said. Like I said. By the way, the stack was of extraterrestrial uh, terrestrial origin. So, they already had found out about extraterrestrials. You know, now don't get me wrong. This is not a Star Wars type of thing, so niggas don't look differently. They look like you, you know, extraterrestrial-wise or something like that. You know, um, people who are born on different worlds and stuff, like Harlan and stuff like that. That's where uh, the main character's from, by the way. A word called Harlan. But, like I said, like, so, um, it houses your true self, your memories, your consciousness, okay? And it can be downloaded and uploaded into... Whatever the fuck you want it to be. Say if you say I don't know if you could do it. I think so. I think you can buy a, um, a sleeve. That's what they call it, a sleeve. Um, which is what I'm gonna explain next. You can buy one per se, and then you know a lot. Obviously, with everything you can buy, there's upgraded ones. So you know, like you can buy a phone. Then what? The military could probably give you an upgraded phone. You know, NASA probably give you a phone that probably don't never die. You get what I mean? There's certain stacks or uh, sleeves that have that capability to be way better than the regular people's shits. So, like I said, so. Um, just think about it as the brain. Now, like I said, the sleeve, you know, it, it can be downloaded. But they also have a way of making um sleeves look like... You could literally... Uh, probably if you have a lot of money, you could probably look like you just looked. You know, like, man, damn, I fucked up and died. You know, uh, shit, I want my own body back. I don't want to look like this. You know, okay, okay. Boom, you know. So, and they call those scents. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a synthetic sleeve, all right? Now, they also have something called needle casting, which is the process of transmitting a stack of consciousness into a sleeve, okay? Now, the only way for you to die for real is called real death. And that's literally happened if your stack is destroyed. Shot, destroyed, probably stepped on, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you get water damage, probably not water damage. But everything else, you know what I'm saying? Like, if your shit is destroyed, dude, that's it. <laughs> so, in other words, how everybody is... um. 
in other words, seeing how everybody is around right now, you know, um, a lot of people, if you see them in the show, they haven't been real deaf, obviously. But certain people are, like, people who people can't stand or don't want them to have another life after that, they're certain pieces of shit, dude, they get real deaf. You're not coming back, you know. So, um, they also call people Mets. So, terms I'm going to discuss uh, further, like I said, Mets, Envoys, and Dippers. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, like I said, Mets... Not like regular meths. They ain't on them crystal meth, okay? This is not that. They just call them meths. The reason why they call them meths are basically um, ultra-wealthy people. You know what I'm saying? Who basically keep, who basically can't afford to live forever. They can afford that. So, in other words, there will be those people right now who we probably can't really stand. You know what I'm saying? The rich-ass motherfuckers who, you know what I'm saying, don't give a shit about us. You know... You know, probably walk around and spit on a hundred dollar bill. You know what I'm saying? Once you pick it up, type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like laugh. I mean, you know me, I pick it up. Fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I wash that shit off. But you know, that's type of people they are. You know, and like I said, they can. They also can afford a duplicate stack. Okay, you get what I'm saying? So, and that serves as a protection against real death. So, in other words, if they was a piece of shit, and you know what I'm saying, that dude, somebody came and killed them, they were like, damn, man, somebody real death me in the other sleeve, but shit, I'm still here. And you like, and you know what, that's be the worst shit, because like, damn, like, you know, at least right now with our current bodies, once you kill a motherfucker, that motherfucker gone. You get what I'm saying? Like, not probably not the ideologies, you know, and stuff like that, but that motherfucker gone. So, sleeves and stacks are probably one of the worst things that we can do, you know, because our life isn't meant to be. You get me? Well, I guess, you know what, when I say that, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm change what I was, I was going to say. I was going to say our life isn't meant to be that way because obviously, naturally, we, we have an um, expiration date, you know. Um, but who's to say that's not what we're supposed to be trying to change? Who fucking knows? I don't know. But going to it, remember I called him a last envoy? Okay, he's an envoy. He was trained by Gilchrist Fekner, okay? They are literally super soldiers, okay? They got different allegiances and everything, but they're perceived as freedom fighters, pretty much. So the rebels of, you know what I'm saying? Like the rebels of the fucking, of of the galaxy, you know, who go against the, the mess and, you know, the tyranny of, you know, um, the fucking, you know, the military always against the fucking wrong side, but so, you know. This is how it is and everything. You know, they're, like I said, outstanding fighters and they tech users and stuff. You know, and like I said. Oh, so turns out her name wasn't Gilchrist. It was Quillquest. We can call her Gilchrist because I can't say Quillquest. Quillquest Fackner. That, that, sounds, that sounds weird. Anyway, like I said, though. Lastly, uh, Dippers. Dippers were just, you know what I'm saying, uh, needle cast uh, hackers who basically sell memories. You know. But anyways. But anyway, going back to season one, though. Now I'm about to tell you what's up. So like I said, Takashi basically woke up, you know what I'm saying, in a new-ass body, okay, 250 years after he was shot. Now, he was offered immense-ass wealth and freedom because, by the way, he's a, he's a, you are a fucking um, envoy, you know, and another reason why they wanted, um, this dude wanted an envoy because they're, like, very great detectives. You know what I'm saying? They're really good at looking at, um, signs, you know, stuff that you may say, um, body language and shit. They are fucking great at that. You know, not only, you know, being a fucking rebel, but they, they're, like, great, dude. You might as well call them, you know, Scooby Gang fucking mystery killer squad, something, you know? But, like I said, so he was offered an immense ass wealth and shit, and, you know, shit, he was like, you know, he, he took the case because... <clears throat> He had to. 
you know, there was something he wanted to do. He wanted to find Quilke, uh, Gilquest, old girl, Falconer. And the reason why he wanted to find her because he, he loves her. She, they had a, um, a connection. You know, they had a real connection. She trained him, became his master, but at the same time, you get what I'm saying? He trained everybody too? Ooh. I was like, look, all right, look. <laughs> but anyways, like I said, so after that, you know, he was kept track of during his investigation and stuff. And turns out, when he accepted an invitation, basically, to the mansion, he got abducted and tortured, basically. And when he was fighting back, he remembered his envoy training, okay? Now, you got to uh, realize that during the time when he came back, his current sleeve was basically a cop's former lover and disgraced cop. I think this dude had turned and shot, uh, shot his uh, his members or some shit. Like, I think members of his group. So, so the sleeve that he was using, the face, the image that he was using was like probably tormenting the fuck out of her because she loved this dude and he ain't him. You know? He's not him. And not just that shit. The other fucking police officers were like, you know what I mean? You're a disgraced cop. You already know how they, how they look at those people. But, like I said, so... Ortega later on get badly wounded in the fight and shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, you see that leading on to her, you know, uh, getting like a, a a mechanical prostatic arm and shit. Because like I said, she's fucking, like I ain't gonna lie, that I ain't know she was gonna make it. But she wound up, you know what I'm saying, getting that mechanical arm, being all goddamn um, winter, winter soldier-ish and shit. Because she was, you already know how the mechanical arm be punching motherfucking lights out. You know, which is probably why they want to, you know, install so much mechanics on our bodies now and shit to make us more super soldierish and shit, you know, because shit, you know, using your regular arm, you can punch some shit. But shit, using a mechanical arm, you can punch through some shit, you know. But anyways, going back to my original point, like I said, um, when this, in this whole thing, he is literally trying to find her. He's trying to find her. That is his main mission. However, his solo, um, okay, that is his life mission. His actual mission right now is, like I said, to find the killer of Boncroft, okay? Boncroft literally was um, killed by someone. You get what I'm saying? He was literally killed. Uh, Lawrence Boncroft was literally murdered by some fucking body. And then when they brought him back, they was like, all right, shit. You're going to have to find out who killed him. You know what I mean? And if you don't, we're going to fucking kill you. Real death-wise, probably send your ass to prison from first. You know, you was an envoy, so shit, you ain't really got shit to say. You know, it's sort of like, it's sort of like, um, uh, Suicide Squad. You know how it's like, well, shit, you ain't really got no choice, shit. Either we gonna have to kill your ass right now, or you, you know what I'm saying, or you do what I want to, then you get free. Now, obviously, you already know how that goes, you know. If you do something like that for a person, something that's mission impossible status, you succeed, and you're a walking weapon, motherfuckers ain't finna just let you free. Just let you know. You just literally gonna be on their dog tag, man. I mean, under their dog chain, then, because they're gonna need you for every other Mission Impossible shit that they might want you to do. But, not jumping ahead here. Basically, you know, that's how motherfuckers think. But, anyways, through a series of flashbacks and shit, though, Kovac, you know, like, he has a sister, you know, and he was training under, um, uh, under them, and she was as well, with their missions, you know, you know, details of their former life kept coming up in his head. Now, in the present, though, he remembered that she's a revolutionary leader. Remember, like I told you, she created the stacks. Quail, the black woman, she created that shit. Okay? Now, but we also learned that, you know, Nadia, Nadia um, Makita 
learns that, you know, Raylene is not who she appears to be. She was basically betrayed by the envoys in the past using the wealth provided to her by the protectorate, which is the military. That's what we call them, protectorate. That sounds like some upgrade military shit, but whatever. Um, to become basically a powerful-ass meth and a crime lord. You know, employing the same motherfucking people who attack Ortega, fuck the arm up, and torture Kovacs. Now, she was multi-sleeved, appearing as Ray. That's his sister. Remember I told you. You see what I'm saying? She was multi-sleeved, basically, appearing as Ray. You know, and depending on who she was addressing, Kovacs learned that Ray's desire to achieve immortality led her to sabotage the Envoy's shuttle. Let me tell y'all what the fuck that means in better terms. His little sister was trained by Quail, but also had her own agenda and wound up motherfucking sabotaging, a.k.a. betraying her brother and her master for her own fucking um, um, desires and shit. Now, I don't know how you know about regular families and shit, but if you betray my bitch, you get what I'm saying? Like, you ain't my little sister no more. You get what I'm saying? Well, you my little sister, but shit, bitch, we can't talk no more. You get what I'm saying? We can't be cool no more. That's just what it is. You know, she fucked him up. You know, she basically uh, temporarily killed uh, Gilchrist. Gilchrist. Quick, quick, with a bro, Falconer. She killed old girl. And, like I said, um, her dream to take um, down the protectorate to make her wealthy and uh, basically the most powerful um, mortal once again. She wanted to do that shit, you know what I'm saying, with the help of her motherfucking brother. You know, but she's trying to save him too. That's she's telling I'm trying to save you too. Now, nah, what the fuck ever. You know, you like I said, if you're going to kill this man's love like that, you know, let's, let's be honest, okay? In this show, we find that he loves, not only this, he loved the hell out of this girl. And that to the point where after 250 years, you're still looking for her. You get what I'm saying? And, 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 and love literally transcended your time to want to, to, to find her. You know what I'm saying? To get that, what, that old flame back. To get that old ass. You know what I'm saying? To get that old connection and, and, and a bond. And besides that, she's probably one of the most smartest motherfuckers ever. You know, so he just want to be around it again. You know what I mean? Shit. I don't blame him. Shit, you created the stacks. Shit, you created the, the shit possible for them to live that way they're living. Shit, yeah, he want to get back to her. But his love, you know what I'm saying? It's about him trying to find her. You know, there were so many traces of people saying, yo, we seen, we feel like we seen her. She's alive out here, bro. This, you know what I'm saying? Shit, and he's like, she's alive, bro. You know what I mean? Because a part of him thought she died when she was, when they were betrayed by his little sister. You get what I'm saying? Niggas was literally like... Like, he was literally over here fucked up at first. And then when they saying, yo, be seen her and shit like that. And this and that. And they say, like, bro, you playing with me. Stop playing with me. Who got her sleeve? Who who got her body, bro? Wait, she's really out here? Hold up, fuck up. What? Let me see. And you know how that goes. So, for example, if your girlfriend... Or, uh, I don't I can't really say girlfriend. Because it's not a lot of shit you would do for a girlfriend. If your wife, okay? If your wife was literally... Um, out in the world after you, you had, you, uh, maybe like a 10 year coma or some shit, you know, I mean, I don't know about y'all motherfuckers, but I want to see my wife if I wake the fuck up after 10 years, you know, I don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying, shit, she happy now or not, I need to see you or something, shit, closure, you know, or, or, or something, you know, and, and, um, Part of me believe that's what it was, but since it wasn't, it's not really that sort of plot. Like, you know, I want a motherfucking closure. He's trying to get her back. So, shit, you know, hell, think about your wife being single. <laughs> hey, baby, we can start over. I woke up. You know what I mean? So, so that's, I mean, that's kind of what, uh, like I said, like, the, like the, that uh, Kovacs 
prime initiative that he has inside of him. That is his biggest thing. Now, obviously, he had other, you know, um, season one of him had other prospects. Like, bro, you got to keep people alive. You got to solve this murder. You get what I'm saying? You got to do a lot of shit because, like I said, your ass is on the line now. So, he had to do a lot of different things, you know. So, like I said, there was a lot of shit that went on in this stuff. Like, I don't want to get directly into it because, like I said, it, it mean, uh, obviously, these are little spoilers. But I ain't trying to, like, spoil, spoil the fuck out. Like, if I ain't going to tell you this, that, 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 that happened and everything. But I will I will go ahead, you know, and let you know. Like I said, this this show, okay, this show is literally, you know what I mean, about transcending our own time, love, consciousness, through technology and letting it go further because in this in this show they have AIs as well. So you know right now how we have AI, you know, and um she can walk around. Well, I don't know if she can walk around per se, but she can answer for herself. She can do this and that, all the extra shit. Well, uh, Alter Carbon they have AIs all over, you know, and they serve functions and they can come in and out like it ain't shit. You know, there's hologram messages. Yeah, you know it's the motherfucking future. Um. They got so much stuff going on, in other words. You know, and AI are here. Which is really funny to see how the hell we gonna goddamn get through this shit. Because in their world, you know what I mean? There is multiple worlds. So we obviously unlock interdimensional, uh, not interdimensional, intergalactic travel. But we have AIs. We have consciousness through devices. You get what I mean? We have... uh I want to say they're, well, yeah, they would be healed from some crazy shit. So, you get what I mean? There's a lot of stuff that on this, the, like, once you watch it, you're literally in the 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 dimension of Altered Carbon. You know what I'm saying? You're taking in all of the, the things that we want to do. You know what I mean? When people, when people make these sort of shows, they're literally looking at everything humans want to do. Everything that we want to do, you know, and obviously, of course... We can't do everything. We can't do, you know what I mean? We can't do everything right now, but that's a goal for humanity. You know, that's a goal for, 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 for all of us. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, if you want to talk about whether this shit is uh, ethological or not, you know, and that whether we should do shit like that or not, then that's a whole other fucking content. I mean, uh, that's another whole uh, podcast. That's another this and that. I could debate you whether, you know, putting your fucking consciousness in the sleeve is great or not. Because to be honest, and this is just me or not, you know, but I don't think that all memories should be digitized. Because shit, some shit should be private. And if a motherfucker will get the right information, you know what I'm saying, or, or get the right technology and they just read your motherfucking thoughts and shit, that's, that's an invasion of privacy to the most. We don't need that. You know what I mean? We're not for a big government. We ain't for big technology either. You, I mean, damn, I wound up going into what ethological shit. But either way, like I said, like, you know, but I still like the way this show is presented, okay? Now, like I said, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I only gave you, like, the um, the beginning because this show has a lot of action, shooting, and all type of shit. This show is fucking great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay? Fantastic. This show is everything like that. However, like I said, since I'm, on, I'm like, um, halfway through the second season right now, I'm not going to include that on this one. This is really only going to be season one recap and what I think about it. This is, like I said, so I give this show uh, a 9 out of 10 for the first season. 9 or even 8 out of 10. 8, 9, not 10. You get what I'm saying? And 8.5, 9-ish. And like I said, the only reason I did is because when I first put this show on, I remember it. I remember it uh, clear as day. I was on my bed. I was on my phone at the same time. And I was on Netflix. 
And what I did was I put something on so I could probably go to sleep or some shit. Or I could just have something on in the background because shit, you know, when you on your phone, shit's too quiet and everything. And, you know, this or that's going on. You're like, bro, I don't, you know I mean? You, you know, you're saying like, hey, shit, I want to put something on. So I was going through certain shit. Like, you ain't going to put on a scary movie in the background, you know. So I seen Alter Carbon, and, you know, shit, you don't necessarily click on everything all the time. You're just like, what the fuck is this? I clicked on it. No, no, no. Let me tell you what happened. I, I scrolled to it, and I seen something like, appearing from the top. You know, like they, you know, they have that little trailer that shows up. I was kind of like, all right, fine, I, I click on this. I'll put this in the background or something. This is like something I could probably like go to sleep watching because, me, you know, we all kind of go to sleep hearing a TV or something in the background and it's kind of better for us. That's kind of, it's kind of easier for us to go to sleep than if it was just fucking quiet as fuck. Uh, however, when it was first going on, when that, during that first scene, when you see him, um, you see him get shot and, you know, we've seen everything that he did at first and stuff, you were like, bro, what the fuck am I watching? And you seen all the sci-fi fi shit, you know, first for uh first opening scene, season one or episode one, he's just like, oh shit. I got cooked. I got hooked. And I before I knew it, like like literally, I and mean, I'm gonna tell you this is exactly what happened. I watched the first episode without watching it. I put that same episode on again because I remember I was looking up I will I would catch myself looking at it sometimes and I was like, what the fuck is this about? I need to go back and see. And I literally did that. I went back and seen exactly what the show was about, and I was I was watching it ever since then, and I was just like, yo, I hate that they release season one sometimes and stuff, you know, just by itself and shit, you know, with just a certain amount of episodes, because you got to wait a whole fucking year, year and a half, maybe two years, just to get another one, you know? And like I said, Alter Carbon was one of my favorite shows on Netflix when it, like I said, when I seen it. So... Seeing that I'm watching Alter Carbon Season 2 right now, you should know. This show is great. I give it a 8.5 or 9 out of 10. That's how good it is. Also, for my people that don't know, your boy Clarence. His name ain't Clarence. You know, I always call him Clarence because I don't actually know his real name. Um, your boy, uh, he actually plays in the second season and stuff. Um, I'm going to need for everybody to stop acting like he can't act. Okay. Like, my brother, the other day, he was like, he said he doesn't really think he's a great actor. Bruh, what the fuck do you mean? He plays Falcon. He plays Clarence. You know what I'm saying? 8 Mile. He plays a lot of other things. You know what I'm saying? That dude is, you know what I mean? He's great. He's getting up there, you know what I'm saying, with his expertise. You can't, you can't, just because you don't like a certain dude's image because of a certain perception that you've seen them on 8 Mile being a fucking enemy villain dude, you know, don't mean you should bring that over to everything they do. And I was guilty of that, too, because when I first seen Green Goblin... From regular Spider-Man, the the dude who plays him was scary to me, and the villain to everything he was in. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck we, what movie he's playing in, but I know he did it. Whatever he did, he did it. He cheating, he did it. He killed somebody, he did it. That was him. You see that nigga smile? Smile, Green Goblin, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> I was using the universal theory of motherfuckers who look like each other and shit. Like, so in other words, in Spider-Man universe, he's Green Goblin, but in whoever universe that he was playing in in this movie, he's not. I don't even fuck. He's still Norman Osborn to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like I said, last, you can't do that, though. You cannot do that. You know, certain people have this this, 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 this um, image in our head of ruthlessness or, or this or that because of the role they play. Do not carry that over and do not say, yo, I don't fuck with you because of that. You got to realize they're playing the fuck out of that villain. Give them their props for that. Okay? Coming as a dude who was a kid who used to, who, who the teacher didn't even want to play the... Uh, my teacher, when I was uh, in elementary, we had a play. She didn't want me to play uh, 
um, like somebody that was gonna be somebody that I wanted to play. I had to play like the villain. Now don't get me wrong, the villain is obviously this about as important as the goddamn hero. So I take that as really good now. But shit, I want to play something else, and you want me to play something else. So you know what I'm saying? Like so, yeah, don't do that. But like I said, I'm gonna conclude this one because I can't. I am not going to go into full detail because. If this was a movie, I could tell you everything. This snap, pop, 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 pop. It's going to end like this. You get what I mean? Uh, but the thing about it is I don't want to do that because, like I say, it's like, come on. It's like, I don't know if it's like eight, nine, ten episodes on the first season or something like that. But that's literally like ten hours worth of content to try to, you know, cover in one hour. You know, so um, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm only going to make this like 30 minutes long. To just, to just to show you guys, hey, I am coming back on my movie reviews. I'm coming back on my show reviews. Um, I am still supposed to make um, The Witcher review, which I still have not made, yo. I am so sorry, y'all. I be really putting shit off, and I am done doing that. I am done putting stuff off. I am going to take care of that shit right then and there. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, no motherfucking mercy. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to take care of there. So, with that being said, like I said, I recommend that you watch All to the Carbon. I love it. I'm pretty sure you may like it, depending on what's your genre of choice, okay? Um, also, go see that sick uh, season two, and when I get done with season two, I will be dropping season two review, and we're going to talk about that. All right. AC Slater, Evo Podcast. I'm out.